A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends contains references to suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends. My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. So today is an everything episode (laughs) and I love every second of it panic attacks strong opinions on mental health and how the individual handles it and how that is entirely up to them health anxiety being a prick to people who don't really deserve it the NHS it has everything my guest and I are talking all this and more So it is 2019, the big, big year, the biggest of all the years before we knew what COVID was and everything went to shit. Um, one time to be alive. But we are in October of 2019 um, and we are in France. What, what area of France are we in? Southwest. Bordeaux. <laughs> On Bordeaux. <laughs> Famous for its wine. Wine, wine, Wine. Famous for its wine. Also voted one of the prettiest cities in the world in 2020, I believe. Voted by the French. Probably. (laughs) No, the French. (laughs) So it's October, we were in Bordeaux, is uh, 2019. And in this moment, why do you think you've got no friends? Um, (laughs) I don't know, maybe just because I was like, Probably just a, a a mess that was about to explode. <laughs> That's why. Sorry, it's not funny, but it is. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, you got to laugh about it, right? Hilarious. Yeah. Go on. Um, yeah, I think I think it's because yeah, I was a bit of a mess that was about to explode. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's why. And what were the reasons for this um, explosion? Um. Or imminent explosion. I love it. Going deep straight away. I like yeah. it, mate. I'm rolling with that. <laughs> um. So as like a bit of background. Mm-hmm. So I've like suffered mental health issues my whole life basically mm-hmm. um like discovered that I had like had OCD tendencies from like the age of like nine ten. wow like 
like severe like when i was a kid i used to like check my light switches and i used to roll out of bed yeah it was like seven times each night because i would check how quickly i get out of bed just in case my bunk bed fell on me like at nine years old you shouldn't be thinking that stuff and like and that was a repeated thing going, yeah i've got to every, do it just to check every single night i would do that at nine do you know what i mean so right. so like my history about ocd and just general anxiety about everything mm-hmm. um and then probably like what i kind of discovered and realized later on through therapy was kind of depression and stuff like that yeah um so that was kind of my i guess my my pretty formative years were full of like were you diagnosed as a child or was it like no nah. yeah okay. i was i was never diagnosed as a kid because it was like um I, one i saw ocd as like quirks i never yeah, really saw it as like yeah, an yeah, issue yeah, yeah until it became an issue basically yeah. that, like, as a kid that like, you do weird things right you do that you have a, i had a very vivid imagination stuff like that so like sometimes they can manifest in different ways and mm, i thought do you mm. know what and my, my parents person they love me to bits like it's not their fault whatsoever they probably looked at me for He's a bit weird. He's a bit weird. He's probably just got a, like, a mental imagination. Oh, that bugs. Oh, Here's classic match. <laughs> yeah. Making sure the house doesn't sit on fire again. Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of like my background with like, my brain. And yeah. then I think when I got to like 18, 19, mm. that's when it was like, oh shit like this it's, it's happening now it like, becomes um it becomes like crippling it stops being like in some way like manageable and like a little bit adorable and like a kind of like yeah. cute quirky story about you when actually it just becomes like it really spent attention part of your life yeah really. well, it became awful yeah. like, it, it, it became to a point where okay this is actually affecting my life now yeah. and it is making me sad it's making me depressed it's making me suicidal do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what got to that point where I was like yeah 18, 19 I was, I was travelling around South Asia, oh mm. my god, I did the same thing. How way. original, babe, no way. Literally, there I am in my elephant pants, crying my eyes out. <laughs> Classic, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, so I went traveling and I realized that on my travels, I was like, I'm not happy. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm doing all these amazing things, but I can't stand every single second I'm here. So yeah. I hate it. Yeah, being awake is torture. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's li- li- literally, that's probably the best I've ever heard anyone describe it as being awake is torture. Thank you. It's like, do you know what it is? It's, I heard someone say this. It's like, you don't want to be dead. You just don't want to be around. That's exactly it. Yeah. And that, that was me yeah. constantly from age, maybe like, I would say 16 to about maybe 19. But I, I used to be scared of going to sleep because I was scared of waking up. Like it was, it was, it wasn't really going to sleep. I was just afraid of being, having to be awake again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely understand that. Well, when, exhausting. when we go down the line a bit later on, I've got something very similar to that, but almost the opposite. But I will. I'm thrilled with excitement to jump through my stomach. Fuck. That Pulitzer is within inches of my grasp. But yeah, so I, I, yeah, that's kind of like a bit more of a background. And I guess, okay. I guess the reason why it got to that point was because. I, like my life had been very like, like I'm a very privileged kid. Like mm. I've had an easy life compared to a lot of people in the world. But one that hasn't been easy is my head. Right. Like that has been my downfall. That's been my hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. And you know, it's been very up and down. And I thought because you know when I when I got to eighteen nineteen, you know, I kept it all in. And I was like, nah, like I, I need to be a man. I need mm. to be like men don't get sad and all that mm. stuff, right? And then I was like, nah, like I need to. I used to talk about this and basically I, I opened up to my mum at first. I was the first person I spoke to and I was like, I just said like out of nowhere we're having dinner. 
I don't for some reason like the conversation got a bit heated within the family classic family argument. Yeah. Dad stalled off. Yeah. Mum's like sat at the dinner table. I'm facing my mum, and all of a sudden I know about. Just like mum, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And she was like thinking like, and to be honest, I thought she thought I was going to say I was gay because <laughs> I'm very I've been very open. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I don't like be me or me. Don't I don't care. She, but then I I thought she was going to say that, and yeah. then that she thought I was going to say that, and yeah. then I basically said to her, I was like. I don't think I'm very well. Oh like, my god, that is such a big thing to say. Those very simple words and are like, so difficult. And it was, it was that point. Like, obviously, her face dropped, and then she was like, "What do you mean?" And then it just—it's almost as someone literally just turned the tap on, and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. emotion, yeah. emotion. And yeah, man, it was—it was pretty mad. And that from that moment, I was like going to therapy, all of that, and mm. it felt great. Like mm. I was like, "Cool, I'm getting back on top of this." Mm. Until that October, I thought I thought I was a mental health ninja. Like I thought I was, I had it nailed. Oh yeah, you're a fucking Jedi. You're mm. literally like, I can take, I can do anything. People will come to me. Yeah. People will go on a pilgrimage for yeah. my advice. Absolutely. I, I was dead. talking online about how how yeah. sussed I had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then. Do you, do you want to start the, the, yes, the story yes, please, of October please, 2019? Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, weird enough, yeah, mm. and my current girlfriend won't mind me saying this, but it's, um, I was with my ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and we were, we were actually um, making love, I was just saying, to, to, to not be crude, we were having sex. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> we were having sex. Yeah. And um, I got like this shooting pains in my heart, wow. like, like shooting. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, I've, I've never felt anything like it in my life. Mm. And I was like, did I just have a heart attack? <sighs> or like, am I having a heart attack right now? So I, I basically, I went to the bathroom and I, I collapsed on the floor. Like, I was on the floor. I couldn't breathe. I was panicking. I was like, oh my God. But obviously, because I still, like, I still had somewhat rooted in me this like, now nah, I need to be tougher. Yeah, 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 yeah. This. Great um, teeth as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, now nah, it's cool. I'll let it go. And then every five seconds after that, it was just pain. Wow. Pain. Wow. And it was constantly like that for the ongoing months and months and months. Every five seconds, pain in my heart, pain in my heart. And so I've, that's happened. And obviously I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, like, this just happened, I don't know what's wrong with me. I start panicking, I start going really like spiraling and spiraling. Mm-hmm. So, like, places I'd never spiraled. Like, I thought I was literally like to die, do you know what I mean? Like, that's a scary feeling. Like, yeah. no sugarcoat, like, this isn't me exaggerating. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I was like, I'm having a heart attack in the middle of nowhere in France. The nearest hospital is a 35 minute drive. I'm like, it's cool, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm having a heart attack. And I'm 20, how old am I now? 26. I'm awful at maths, by the way. Oh, no, my God, me too. I can't. Uh, 26 minus... I was 22 at the time. Well, there you go. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't be able to do that without doing it easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're in good company. Exactly. So, yeah, man. So that happened. And wow. basically, the, the ongoing days whilst I was still at home in France, because mm. um, I grew up in France, basically that's why I was in France. My home's in France. That's where my parents live. Mm-hmm. I go downstairs. This is the day... We're meant to leave mm. to go back to London. So I was living in London at the time. And my heart starts again. No. Out of nowhere. I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm actually terrified right now. What is happening? So I go to my dad and I just 
broke down. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd, I'd kept it, like, I didn't explain the severity of how I felt to my ex. And I basically said to my dad, I was like, I was like, mate, I'm, I'm dying, I'm dying here. I'm having a heart attack. You need to take this hospital right now, like, panic, panic. He sat me down and he was like, you're fine, like, calm down. You know it's your panic. Obviously, he knew I had panic attacks. He's like, it's a panic attack. I was like, no, these are different, these are different. I was convinced, I was getting angry, yeah. like, and then there I am in my kitchen, all of my eyes out. And I'll never forget this moment, yeah? My dog comes up to me and I'm, I'm considering whether I fly home or I go to the hospital. Those are the two options. And I'm a big believer in signs, even if signs sometimes actually they, they come to nothing, there's no fruition of them. But I'm, I do believe in some some things i don't know what but science do you know what i mean and basically my dog comes over to me he's never done this before obviously i'm crying he comes up he puts his gets up on my knees and puts both his front feet on my knees and just i swear to god he yeah. just put his hand on my chest no no I no 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 that no. happened i swear i know i completely believe because animals are fucking genius since and i i just that broke me yeah yeah like i broke yeah and basically i was like i need to go to the hospital yeah i was like so i went to the hospital they did all the scans all the ecgs all this stuff yeah. and they're like you're fine like you've got a normal heart it's beating normally like you're absolutely fine yeah. and i was like oh my god I've, obviously I've, I've missed my flight i want to rebook flight stay home for more days like, all this stuff and from that point that basically triggered just this spiral of health anxiety, depression, yeah. my OCD went, I mean, crazy like it never done before. So it's from that point I was like, oh no, this is not good. Um, <clears throat> health anxiety is something that I, is not often discussed. And I think it's a really important one to discuss because it's incredibly frightening. And similarly to OCD, it completely wrecks your life. Mm. It, it takes over in this way because people go, come on, you know you're not dying. You know you're fine. It's fine. It's fine. Get on with it. And it's like, no, no, no. You you genuinely believe yeah. that that this is wrong. I had um, a guest on the podcast, Robert Lonsdale. He listens. Um, my wonderful friend. Um, when he was on, he discussed his health anxiety and how um, it was always like, it was always like the next the next time it happened, he went, this is the time I won't go and this is the time that it's actually real. And it's that kind of yeah. cycle in your head. And you're going and it's like your dad going, it's panic. And you're going, no, I know what panic feels like. Yeah. And this is different. Yeah, this is different. This is different. Yeah. Um, was it... Did, can you pinpoint a source of like of, of where the panic was coming from or did it just just arise one day while you were having sex? Yeah, see, see that that was my problem is I didn't know. That's that's the scariest. Yeah, I didn't know. And and that's something I later discovered in therapy because mm. she was like, Where's this coming from? And I did CBT, so to yeah. be honest with you, like I don't care about the root of my problems. Yeah. I'd rather not know. And mm. I know that might sound a bit contradictory to what people usually talk about, but like I'd rather not know the root of my problems. I'd rather just have the tools to know how to deal with when okay. the thing comes up. Okay. That's my thing. That's my way of living. That's how I've always done it. And mm -hmm. it works for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know where the panic came from. And it, it did 
in my head anyway, in the way I see it, it came out of absolutely nowhere. I think that's a really, that's quite a brave stance to take on mental health and where and why you suffer. Because I know as someone who suffers with CPTSD, I have a tendency to want to over explain and make people understand why I am the way I am. Mm. And so I feel like I've got to go, no, because you don't understand, because this thing happened when I was five. So therefore, if I'm being a dick, it's not my fucking fault. And actually, I think that your way of of approaching it is is actually incredibly brave because it gives you no... um, I don't want to use the word excuse because I don't like it, Um, but it gives you no... Out it it very much it, it compels you to live in the present and and attend to what is hurting you directly yeah. rather than in any way. I think I, I feel like there's like less justification. Yeah. Whereas like I feel like literally like you just said so no because when this happened blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah 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 like you've got more um I guess uh material to to basically go to to justify yeah why why you've done this why you feel this way etc yeah however with me I'm just kind of like yeah and. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, like, I did do it. And, you know, sometimes that, that may be a little bit arrogant, but for me, it's just, I, I'd rather not Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I don't, I don't think that will help me. Yeah. Like, I know what does help me is people telling me, no, when you do put this way, do this. And I'm like, oh, cool, that does work. Sweet. Practical thing. Sweet, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's why CBT for me was, like, was literally life-changing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy is the way, the the way of the land. <laughs> it's the way of, of the, the land. So well put, Emily. <laughs> so well put. It is. This is why you do this job. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you do this. Um, it is. It's. It's. Um, it is like people keep saying it should just. It, ever, it should just be like done in school. Like it, yeah. should, it should just yeah. happen. Um, no, I think it's. I think it's super impressive that you do that and that you um, cater to yourself and you have in the way that works for you. You have the ability to design your own recovery and you are doing it in the way that works for you and genuinely yeah. works for yeah. you. Um, there's no kind of uh, excuse around it because you're doing active things to help yourself. Um, and I think that is that is genuinely like really impressive. And I will always say I, one one thing I've spoken about quite a lot recently is my is the anger I feel around people's response to mental health when they shove their own opinion mm. and their own way of working down someone else's throat and going, if you're not doing this, then you're not trying hard enough or you're not doing it right. Yeah. Or going, a diagnosis is, is fucking terrible. No one should be diagnosed because then you get a label. It's like, no, no, no. If that's the way you feel, yeah. if that's how it works for you, great. It doesn't necessarily yeah. work for, oh, Mickey's entering the chat, guys. Oh. <laughs> I really hope people just heard that. Hello, Mickey. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, it's, and I, I think it, cause I, I've, I've used this phrase so many times, but it is not a one size fits all phenomenon and being able to, to cater to yourself and do what works for you yeah. is, is really, really great. 100%. And be able to communicate that as well to yeah. other people. And like, I, I feel like, I actually said this on a, on a panel not long ago and like, people agreed with me, mm. but I feel like it could maybe be a little bit, 
it, 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 could, it could start a debate, and I think that's, I think it's a good thing. Mm. And basically, I said that, like, social media especially is full of gurus and coaches and, and whatever you want, mm. telling you to journal six hours a day and meditate two hours a day and go on walks and exercise and drink, mm. don't ever drink alcohol ever again. Stop being so boring, man. <laughs> like, 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 just because I journal and meditate don't, doesn't mean I'm going to be happy. I don't journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't journal. Yeah. I, I've written in a book a couple of times and it has felt good. Yeah. I'm not doing that every day of my life yeah, because yeah, I've got yeah, shit yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, I've got yeah. work. Yeah. I've got to see my girlfriend. Yeah. I've got to chat to my mum. I've got to chat to my dad. I've got to. Like, it's, it's the opinion of people going, well, you're not trying hard enough. It's like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, because, because I'm sad. I need more stuff to stress about. If meditating an hour a day and exercising and doing all of these things that you see online or wherever in yeah. whatever book you read helps you, yeah. sick. Uh, yes, exactly. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do more of that. Yeah. Because if it makes you feel good, great. Mm -hmm. However, if it doesn't work, don't stress about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you don't, that it doesn't exactly mean you're not going to be happy. Exactly it. Yeah. That is exactly it. I was saying literally. I was saying precisely this in a meeting a few days ago. Of going, it is actually can be quite shaming when people are going. Oh, I, I meditate. Hello, next. I meditate this this amount of time times a day. I, I I journal for this many hours. I do this. I make sure that this is done. Blah blah blah. blah. I can't do that. I can't do yeah. it. And I don't want to feel like I'm a bad person who's not doing enough because I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing that. Do you know what? Some days, some days, it is a goddamn fucking miracle that I managed to like, I don't know, change the litter tray. <laughs> poor me. Poor Mickey, who's no fault of his own has been shitting in the bath because I was really sick for a few days and couldn't change the litter tray. That's poor stuff. That's not his fault. Well, when I did change that litter tray, God, I felt so good about myself. That was so good. But yeah, I just, I just think there's, there's a lot out there that's, that tells people what to do and yeah. how to feel and what, yeah. and you know what? There if, is If you no... can figure out a good way for yourself, yeah. just come on doing that. And, and it, it may get improved by someone adding a little element of whatever. Cool. I'm always open to that. I'm always open to the discussion of it. Yeah. But I, I also don't need my life to be flipped on its head yeah. just so I can... Yeah. Like, I don't want to isolate myself from having a drink with a mate or going for dinner or chatting to my mum because on top of my 13-hour days of work, yeah. I, I don't need... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah, else yeah, going, oh, and I need to meditate for an hour. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, just be in the bed. Or also, when they're like, don't ever use your phone before bed. I'm like, mate, I'm, I'm never going to say that because I'm literally the person who's scrolling on TikTok going, oh, it's two. I'll go to bed. I now. basically want to sit on my phone until I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's when you know, that's when you know you fucked it. Isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you hit yourself in the face with your own phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's so embarrassing as well because it hurts like shit. But like it is, it's because of such such terrible CPTSD, such terrible ADHD. I can't. And people are like, you shouldn't look at your phone for two hours before bed. I'm like, one with my ADHD, ADHD. Mm. I don't know when I'm going to bed. <laughs> it could be, it could be in two hours. It could be in six. I don't fucking know. So I can't get rid of my phone two hours before bed. When people like do a routine, I'm like, I can't. It doesn't. It doesn't work with me. I've yeah. tried. I have tried. I have tried. But it doesn't work for me, and that's okay. That's okay because it doesn't work for me. It does work for somebody else. Absolutely. And um, I think it's. Uh, 
just like not I absolutely say the things that work for me and have worked for me and share them in an effort to be like this might also work for you if it doesn't yeah. that's okay no absolutely <laughs> hello next he's right on the table yeah, right on the table next on microphones he's gonna rub up against it in a bit there he goes hello beautiful pet look at him see this this is what you need to get for your mental health, is an animal. Yeah. I don't currently have one, and I know that I need one. Don't I, Mix? But he really likes you as well. Hello. He likes you more than he likes my boyfriend. Good. And that's going on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mickle. Hello, Mickle. Hello, Mickle, Mickle. He fell out the window a few days ago. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. He did. Well, it was it was a little while ago. He fell out. He fell out the window because he's just a, he's just a big old man, lady, can't you? Um. So after this experience in the hospital, how long did you stay uh, in France? So I, I I flew back to London the next day. Wow. Okay. Because I was like, I'm a I'm a bit of a proactive human. If something's happening, I need to do something about it. Yeah. So I was just like, if I, I think I that's a really amazing quality. Thank you. I will take that. Mm-hmm. It is the only amazing quality I have. Um, so <laughs> basically, right. So I was, I was in front. I was like, right, I've got to go home. The whole flight back, I thought, okay, I'm going to have a heart attack on this flight, mm. even though I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. Um, even though literally I was told the day before by medical professionals. Yeah. People who have studied for seven years to do this, you're not going to have a heart and you're attack. you're like, what are you now? I was like, liar. <laughs> Liar. This You're all lying show. to me. This is the true Am I being filmed? <laughs> Have I been pranked by the prank patrol? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm That's like, a prank police. <laughs> it's just, it's just stupid. And like, I, the whole time I was convinced, okay, I'm going to have a heart attack on the flight. Because that's just my luck. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Clearly. Yeah. I'm here today, so I didn't have, I didn't have one. I got off the flight. I was fine. Crazy. Um, but I think it was the, it was the, the few months after that. Mm. Which I will still say to this day, and I reckon will be the hardest months of my entire life. Right. Was yep. just lost my appetite, and I'm a big eater. Like mm. I eat a lot, and completely lost my appetite. Yeah. Wasn't sleeping well, or I was even not sleeping at all, or sleeping all the time. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's we, we can go more into that in a bit, but yeah, it was um, it was it was mental. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No yeah. pun intended. <laughs> It's funny with these things, you only really realise that stretches of time and how good or bad they were on the Richter scale of mental health, like sort of in hindsight. Yeah. Because when you're in it, you can't look outside, you can't project yourself forward, you can't play it forward, you can't play it backwards, you can't, yeah. it's... You're just in it, and then suddenly, when you emerge from this thing, you look back and go, "Whoa, that was shit! Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. how was that happening? How did I get through that?" Yeah, it's 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 like being drunk. Yeah, you know when you're drunk and you're just you're not thinking about time, you can't see for you can't see back, but you're just like, "Oh my god!" And then you, it's like the moments when you go to like I don't know, go to the bathroom, you see something mirror, and you're like, "Oh my god, okay, I'm really drunk now." Yeah, it's the same as that. Like for me, it was like I got out of that moment as like shit that actually just happened yeah 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 like yeah it was it was it was mad yeah it's um i look at the back at the back of months sort of like after i came out of rehab and um i'm just like i don't quite know mm. how how i got through that time i don't i still am like wow 
Wow, you resilient little fucker. Yeah. Because that was tough. Um, and you only really realise it when you're actually doing okay. That <laughs> you're like, whoa. Mm. whoa, 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 that was really bad. That was yeah. really, really bad. Yeah, I think that's, that is something I can I absolutely resonate with because yeah. it was like, that, like, I remember getting out of that period that lasted, I would say, a good three months. Yeah. Um, you know, in those three months, I had, as, as some examples, like, I would literally stare into a mirror for, like, 20 minutes because I just didn't recognise myself. Yeah. I was like, where have I gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where has this smiley, confident, bubbly, caring, loving person gone? I was fully lost. I wouldn't eat as much. Like, I, yeah, would go to bed and I'd wake up at, like... I'd go to bed at like nine and I'd yeah. wake up at like ten in the morning and that is mental for me yeah, because yeah. I'm the type of person who go to bed at like two and wake up at like seven. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I'm I've always been like that. I've never needed much sleep. Yeah. But it was like I'm blessed, my ex-girlfriend, like, I will never knock this from her. She was incredible. Yeah. She would cook for me, she would basically force me to eat. We'd be eating at the table and I would just burst out crying. Oh my god, no. I would just burst out crying because I I could I couldn't eat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I know it's apparently the moon is big. And also, I've, like, been on a weird end of an extra swing. But, like, I've been, oh, this has made me very emotional. <laughs> yeah. Because it is the thing of going, um, really, really relate to you saying, looking in the mirror and being like, where have you gone? Mm. Where are you? And I don't know how to get it back. Yeah. I don't know how to get you back. And you, like, I spent a lot of time really, like, really mourning i was in such mourning for my past self and it was it was so sad because mm. i can i i'm never gonna get that back yeah and um what's strange is that in a lot of ways sort of haven't but for the best reasons yeah because rather than in any way going backwards it was coming out of the side and stepping into this new Thing, new strength and um, stories mm. and resilience and new humour and like enjoying different things and um, so definitely not being the old person but being a sort of like an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that the, the morning for the person that you were when you just cannot function mm. um did you and you don't answer if you don't like um did, <laughs> did you um got any kind of medication no okay. so it's, it's i'm not post-medication no, i'm mm. pro-medication if you want if you need to take meds use it take yeah, it yeah, yeah. like use it i see it's like a crutch it's like it's if someone's got a bad ankle, you're not going to be like, oh, it's got crutches. What That's weirdo. exactly what I said. Shut. I was like, if it's if you break your leg, no one's going, come on, just walk it off. Exactly. No one is saying that. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, like, for me, I'm absolutely pro-medication, but mm. I've, I've never taken meds. Mm. Um, mm. It's something like I discussed thoroughly with my therapist, mm. and she basically, who's like, my therapist is amazing, by the way. She just, she rinses me and takes the piss and that's what I need, right? And she was just like, look, like, you'll be fine. Yeah. You don't need meds right now. Like, I don't think you need them. We can work for it. And, and, and I did. And, you know, it, it's still something I'm open to today. If, yeah. if, if I get sad again, if I get low again, yeah. I'm, I'm open to taking medication. Like, 
I'm sure you won't mind me saying. Oh, I won't say anything. I won't say it. Um, oh, no, please say it. No, no, I can't. I can't. He's someone I know very, who's very close to me who's on medication, yeah. who has only started kind of recently taking them, uh-huh. um, who swears by them now. Okay. And, and I, I, I basically was going to say who it was, but I can't say who it was. Oh, okay. Um, but absolutely swears by them. And, you know, I, I love the fact that that they take meds. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. You're doing something about it, which is brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And, you know, for them, they were like, therapy didn't really actually help me that much. Yeah. Because I talk to people anyway. Yeah, yeah. But what ha- what is helping me is, is meds. And I was like, cool. What? And, and it brings it back to mm. if it helps you, do it. Exactly. That's <laughs> the thing I'm going, I just hate it. I hate it when there are people using their, like, blanket, very, like, blinkered. Yeah opinion of going this is bad yeah it's like there, there are things in the world that are legitimately bad yeah fascism <laughs> is, is pretty good. yes it's pretty racism good. yes very bad you know, all of that that those are things you go like yeah. yes those are bad yeah. things do you know what taking medication to help your mental health that's not, not a bad thing. how dare you <laughs> how bloody dare you Disgusting. <laughs> Burn her. That means so Fucking water. Honestly, people are weird, man. People are weird, and and that's the, so weird. there's always gonna be so, there's always gonna be one person who's gonna find a problem with whatever, and you know yeah. someone's gonna find a problem with what you said today. Someone's gonna I... find a problem with what I said today. I'll probably look back in five years and find a problem with something that I've said today, 100%. which is fine. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how humans evolve. Yeah. We say shit sometimes that we don't mean, whatever. Like, that's yeah. how we learn. Oh, our opinions change because I, that happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I might, in five years, yeah. go, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be on medication. And me going, I don't need it right now, mm. might be completely and utterly wrong. But how can you know? Exactly. You so we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But, yeah, man, it was like, I think one thing that really struck a chord with me, with, with that whole me kind of losing myself mm. was like and, and this is no fault of her own because i absolutely adore my mom she is my entire world like uh, my mom has helped if it wasn't for my mom i put it if it wasn't for my mom i would be dead Tamar. i would be dead. <laughs> and sorry that wasn't it was not me laughing it's just so i understand yeah, yeah literally and she has always said to me that when i was a kid i would wake up smiling smiling fucking <laughs> hell yeah I would wake up and I was the smiliest child. Yeah. I was always smiling, even as a kid. And, I, and even when I was a teenager, man, like, even when I was struggling, I would still be like, oh, I'm smiling today. Like, yeah. I was good. And I wasn't doing that. And I hadn't done that for a while. Yeah. And I hadn't found joy in anything. And I was like, okay, this is, this is really shit. Because even smiling mm. is too much. Mm. But the problem was is even in those periods, like, this is when I know I'm a resilient little fucker, like you said, like you are, is I would, if I'd see a friend who didn't know what I was going through, switch it back on. Straight back on. Straight back on. Hey, man. I'm all good, man. Yeah, Yeah, loving life. Honestly, I'm loving everything. Inside, I was fucking dying. I hated myself. I hated life. I hated everything. And the only thing that was keeping me there was the fall of my mum. Yeah. Hands down. Really? And it's, it's you know, it's, it, it, it makes me emotional to say because it's like, I look back at my time and I'm like, 
fucking hell, I was lost, mate. Yeah. I was a, I was, I was a goner. But you literally only see it after the fact. Yeah. Like you only see it after. Absolutely. Like how bad? Yeah. Um, of how bad it was. But also, <laughs> I also now try to find humour in it. Oh God, that's what I, I think, which I think really helps me. So like I look back at it now, and I went to A and E quite a few times. Mm. I went to the doctor so many times, and I remember I remember the doctor sitting me down, and this is this is, I'd seen medical professionals about my heart, right? And I kept getting the pains, and then it's the first time I heard of psychosomatic pain. First yeah. time I ever heard of it because that's what I have. I still have it now. I still have the heart pain all the mm, time. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and he he basically was like, I was like, I need tests done. I was literally ordering him. I was like, give me tests now. Like I was being, I wasn't being nice. Yeah. And I was openly saying that I was being, can I, can I swear badly? Fuck it, you can be a cunt. I was being a fucking cunt. <laughs> I, was yeah. being, I was in the doctor's office and with a medical professional telling me I'm fine, I'm saying, give me fucking tests. Yeah. Literally like that. Yeah. Um, and I was being a cunt. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. openly say that. And he literally looked at me and went, Max, I think this might be more of a mental thing, not physical. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Were you livid when he said that? I was angry. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I've been through mental health issues my whole life. I know what I'm dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then I got out of there and I was like, you're such a twat. You're such a twat. I was like, I could have just listened. But then I find humour in it because <laughs> all I can imagine is after I've left, <laughs> the doctors are sat there and they've gone, what the fuck is up that guy? <laughs> Why is he his own dick? Like, I'm literally, he's like, I've studied for years. More, I haven't even been to university. Yeah, I was, I failed yeah. all of my schooling. I have shit at school. <laughs> and I'm there saying, you, you're wrong. Yeah. You are wrong, doctor. Like, it, for me, that's ridiculous. And like, even stuff like it, my health anxiety then went from, you know, my heart being a problem to then mm. it was, I was constantly checking my skin for lumps. I was co- yeah, constantly yeah, checking yeah, my, yeah. as soon as I felt a lump here, I'd be like, oh my God, I've got a tumour. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've had hundreds of tumours apparently, you know what I mean? Loads. Mm. And um, one of the, one of the worst ones was basically, I felt what I thought was a lump on one of my boys. This is exactly what happened with Rob Lonsdale. One of my boys, yeah. I was like... I was like, oh god! I was like, this is that feels like a lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does not feel like that shit. And then yeah. I was like, I need to go to the doctor. Anyway, went to the doctor, and I'm like, standing there. And he's like, right, can you drop your pants? And I'm like, it's the first time I've done this. Bear in mind, right? Fuck. Okay. And honestly, it's a cold room, and I'm not. I'm. I'm being honest. Here, I'm not wearing down. Do you know what I mean? So it's a cold <laughs> room. It's a cold room, and I'm like standing with my cocktail sausage, and he's literally <laughs> having a feel. He's like. He's like, mm, it feels a little bit off, which obviously sets my heart yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, what, what do you mean by yeah, off? Yeah. Have I got cancer? Like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, chill out, go get a scan, you'll be fine. Yeah. He's like, I was like, when's the scan? He's like, oh, it'll be in the next two to three weeks. Obviously, NHS. <laughs> Love the NHS so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. But in that state of mind, I was like... Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be dead before that. I was like, so... absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Next day, booked a scan at like some private place, cost me like 300 quid. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just sat there. With some love, he was lovely, this lovely Russian geezer. I'm sat there with my willy in my hands, my balls all jellied up, and he's, he's scanning them. And I'm just sat there, and honestly, something clicked in my head. I'm thinking, this has gone too far. I was like, this has gone too far right now. <laughs> 
I, I don't even know if I have a problem, yet I'm lying here with my balls jellied up and a man touching them. I'm like, nah, yeah. this is... This and I've paid for this. I've paid £300 <laughs> for a man to fill up my bollocks with like some weird gel on them going, you're fine. <laughs> and I remember walking out of there and that was the moment where that was like the last... Um, I guess, doctor's appointment that I had that was completely unnecessary. Mm. I remember coming out and thinking, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Like I come out and I was like, nah, I need to, I need to sort my life out here because this is not good. Yeah, this is not good. Um, But that's uh, that's my thing. Is like I look back at now and I can laugh about it. Yeah. But when I go, when I'm back in that moment, I'm literally, I'm terrified. Yeah. Yeah. So scared because, and I actually heard this on my yeah. So I'm chatting loads. I heard, I heard this on my yeah where if you. And don't take this as fact because it might be complete as bollocks, but I kind of like to believe it's true. Go on. If you tell yourself, like for instance with health anxiety, if you all of a sudden think, I've got a lump on my balls, it's cancer, yeah. I'm going to die within six months, right? Because that's your casual health anxiety brain process, right? It's yeah. bang, 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 everything's going to win, the world, the world's over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The same chemical reaction that you have in your brain happens if, if you are actually told that. Wow. So me telling myself I've got all this going on. Yeah. And a doctor sitting me down and saying, we're really sorry. We've actually found a lump and it's cancer. But yeah. same chemical reaction. Wow. And I was like, when I read that, and it might be total bollocks, but when I read that, I was like, oh, that's probably not good for my health. Yeah. It's like, I get heart pains all the time. I'm yeah. probably not helping my heart. Yeah, 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 All yeah, of these yeah. illnesses all yeah. the time. Like, it's just mental. It, yeah. it has no sense. I thought I had meningitis for three weeks. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Because do you know why? Do I watched My Sister's Keeper, <laughs> which is one about leukaemia. She had marks on her back, and I thought... My skin looks a bit weird. Yeah. Google it, meningitis, or I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, well, like, you can only be one of those. Well, I'm definitely not pregnant, so I've got meningitis. And I'm like, I'm calling up my mates, I'm calling up my ex. I think I've got meningitis. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? what? Like, they must have been big, like, what a little weirdo. But I was, I was so lost at that time, do you know what I mean? It was so lost, and you really have to 
forgive yourself for those things mm. and I know that a lot of people say that humor is there's a coping mechanism and blah, 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 but trust me like the, the amount of times I use fucking humor for, like, for everything yeah. like, I don't have to laugh at it's all. the best medicine it's the best medicine it literally is I say there are some things that I did that at the time were so they were so bad they were so so bad go on, go on, I'm trying to think about like, what is a really good one there are so, there are so many that I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> You fucking idiot. Um, and like shrouded myself in like in the layers and layers and layers and layers of shame. Um, and then uh, now I look back at them and I'm like, that's actually quite funny. Yeah. That's actually yeah. that's actually quite a funny thing what happened there. Um, and being able to laugh about it, and I will always, always say, always say that life as bad as bad as horrible as things get in the end it becomes a really good anecdote mm. it does become a great anecdote there are either things that are so fantastic and yeah. brilliant and wonderful um and become great anecdotes as well but then the shitty the shitty things People want to hear about when you really fucked up. Yeah. Because we all fuck up. And it's really fun to know that you're not the only one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of some like, dirty shit I did. Actually, I can't talk about it on here because I don't, I, don't, I don't know who listens. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't do know who listens. Do I, I get that. Uh, don't worry. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. I don't know, but that's the <laughs> I know, no, I can reveal it. Um... But yeah, it's, I, I genuinely think that having a lightness of touch around this stuff, um, being able to look back at it with, with like, a, so I'm not seeing this period of time being covered in like dark stormy brackets mm. of cloud yeah. going those months from October to February or yeah, March, yeah, going there is a bracket of dark stormy cloud and a bracket of dark stormy cloud. Yeah. No, we can't. We must never speak about this. I mean, this is now. This is terrible. Actually, being able to look at back at it with the lightness of touch and being able to be um, not proud of it, but at least just like being able to see it yourself. I think proud is the right word. I, because I like genuinely, like we said, resilient little fucker. You're yeah. just like fucking hell. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Look what I just did. Literally, I, I think also like that. That also takes time. Yeah. Like, oh, so much time. Like I remember the the next October was. Oh, what if I go back there? Yeah. And I didn't want to go back to that place, and that was the first thing I said to my therapist was like. When I started to feel better, it was like, I don't ever, yeah. ever want to go back to that place. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, you won't, because you've been there now, mm-hmm. and you've made it out, mm-hmm. you will never go that low again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I fucking hope not, I really hope there's not a lower, because trust yeah. me, that would be, that would be That can't be, there yeah. can't, like, you're like, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. Literally, and, and I think, yeah, it takes time, because I literally remember just being like, yeah, there's, there's... I can't go back there. Right. So now, now, and still to this day, every when it gets close to October, I have a little moment to myself, and I'm like, "You're cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, bro. You're good. You're great. Like you, you get these heart pains all the time. It's not fucking heart attack. But there <laughs> is such a thing as um, anniversary trauma. Yeah. Like uh, the anniversary, I have it around the date of um, uh, coming up to my 
of my sobriety date because that was obviously I, I've been sober since the day I went to rehab and uh and the reason I went to rehab was because it was pretty fucking bad yeah and so when I get to that time in January and I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god is it gonna happen again you sort of feel like you're back there and I remember sort of describing it like I was I was on this tightrope between pure ecstasy and complete despair yeah. so I was like there's a very very flimsy sort of bit of cellophane in between the two of them and you're not really sure which side you're on um because you can look at the growth and the journey of it but you're also like oh my god it was so bad yeah it was so bad and I'm so scared of that happening again um but uh I think my theory is with 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 mental health with these incredibly incredibly bad times and um getting to the point of of um and, and trigger warning for anybody listening uh of suicide but um you're getting to the point of, of genuinely trying to take your own life and try and being suicidal um the the it is so deeply deeply serious but being able to talk about those times and describe it and be at peace with it rather than feeling like you're punching yourself in the face or punching yeah. others in the face with it of just going there's just a certain lightness of touch mm. that is okay and mental health a lot of mental health literature is like is very dense um a lot of mental like you see how these gurus and things going meditate five hours a day yeah. run 16 miles yeah, i have asthma i can't, <laughs> I, can't so do I. I have seasonal asthma <laughs> I'm not hard as nails. I'm not David Goggins. Do you know what I mean? I said, I'm not. I would. Yeah, literally. I'm not. I'm not that. Like, I'm not that guy. And David Goggins will shame you. Yeah, literally, be like you pussy. And I'm like, mate, He's such a well. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That for me, there's mental illness in that as well. Oh, that complete. He is. He is a deep. Like he is. That's self harm. Yeah. I see that as self harm. Him going. I, I broke my knees and I and yeah. I run. Oh, well done, you broke your knees. Jesus Christ. It sounds... Do you know what, mate? Right. Go on holiday. Go. Go Benidorm. <laughs> Go Benidorm. Can you imagine David Goggins and Benidorm? That'd be hilarious. Go, on. Go down the street. <laughs> Get on the mechanical pool. You'll be on there longer than anybody else. You're fucking oh, great man, yourself. No, honestly, like... Yeah, you're, you're so right. And, you know, it's... With the whole, like... Um, I think it is that lightness of touch. Mm. And I think it's, you know, I, I, I remember, you know, I'd be in bed and my OCD um, would basically be telling me, like, I, I, I had a fear that I was, I had a fear mm. that I was going to kill myself. Yeah. That was my OCD fear, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was, I lived literally next to a train track. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And every day I'd hear those trains go past. Every time I'd hear one, my little brain would go, you're going to throw yourself in front of them. But that, and that is something about OCD that a lot of people don't know mm. is the intrusive thought yeah. nature of it and the repeated um, images or repeated thoughts. Mm. They go in cycle because OCD does exist in the capacity that you say, you know, about rolling out of bed or... Um, like, I remember my mum telling me the story about how she was kooky as a child and she used to, every night, at been like, clean her room and then turn the circle three times. So I was like, that's... Exactly. Mm. Sounds cool. <laughs> oh, you kook. <laughs> yeah, quite. Sounds kook. a lot like OCD, doesn't it? <laughs> something that should be in therapy. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's, 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 that sounds like OCD, but OCD also exists in the way of, um, of seeing images that you don't yeah. want to see or 
thinking that you're going to do things and like um it's almost like have you ever thought about something it like I do it sometimes like I imagine holding my friend's child and dropping it yeah, and so I go like oh my god oh my god yeah. can you imagine if that happened can you imagine if that happened mm. and and then you feel and it's like it's probably the same thing that like yeah. when you tell yourself what happened you have the same chemical response as if it did actually yeah, happen absolutely. you go like fuck and you know there's not you know it you're not even holding the baby yeah and, but like you she doesn't it. even have a baby, she even have a baby. <laughs> there is no baby but like you're just thinking there is one yeah and you can't stop seeing it it's horrendous. Yeah. It's horrendous. And it takes over so much because then people are trying to talk to you and all you can see is, you know, what you're uh, saying, seeing the train or hearing it yeah, or mate, thinking it's going to happen. Intrusive thoughts that were, oh. and still are, at the bend of my life. Oh my God. Every day. Every day. There's nothing you can do. And you go like, my brain should be on my side. Yep. Yeah. Every time you, you know, every time I'd hear a train, I suppose I think every time I'd hear a siren. I'm like, oh, they come for me. Yeah. Whether it's an ambulance or a police class, it's for me. It's, it's, it's coming for me. They know something that I don't. It's, exactly yeah. right. And it, and it's that thing of like, like you know, it'd be like, oh, what if I just stab this person? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, am yeah, I, yeah. Am I a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> did, like, I just, did I just? Did I just? Did I just? Did I just want to kill someone? Yeah. Did you just have it when you were in at school in assembly? You'd be like, I could just. Stop. Yeah. Stop shouting. Yeah, so me as a kid, so me as a kid, I, I had that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I when I was a kid, they were more, um, they, they were more like violent. So mm. it was more like, I could just push up by downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, could yeah. just stab yeah. him in the neck with my scissors. Yeah. Like, so obviously, later as an adult, I was like, oh my god, okay, this will make sense. Maybe I am a murderer. Yeah. I think these as a kid. Oh my god, this is like this. Oh my god, I'm a serial killer. Yeah. I'm Jeffrey Oh my Dark, god, just I, it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I am yeah. capable of killing from. Are yeah. you mad? Honestly, I once threw a tennis ball, hit a dog in my face, I cried. So that is, that's how violent I am as yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Whatsoever. And I think, you know, it's, that's when I was like, okay, actually, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. probably just my OCD. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. 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 OCD is a fucker, man. It is, oh, it's, it is it's, a fucker. It's horrendous. And I think that, and I don't, and like, I don't mind people doing it so much. I understand that it's like, uh, you know, people use words flippantly or use things flippantly when they go like, oh my God, I was so traumatized by that. Oh my God, I've got mm. PTSD. Yeah, go to that. Yeah. Oh my God, I've got such OCD. I'm, I'm cleaning the sink. I've got such OCD. And it's like, that pisses me it, off. It, does, it annoys me. It, no, I'm sorry, guys. It shouldn't annoy me, but you know what? It fucking it does. does. It does. Because it I, me off. I, I remember speaking to someone the other day who went, I got locked out of the house. I'm traumatized. And I was like, are you? <laughs> are you? Because I think you're fine. Let's call a therapist. You're traumatized yeah, you're tra- that you have. Oh, oh, was it bad? Yeah. Was it, was it yeah. bad? It wasn't even nighttime. <laughs> like, it's just, it's going, you don't, it, it annoys me when things get used flippantly or when people use mm. the term, um, triggered or or narcissist you yeah. know narcissist gets thrown about all the time or codependent or gaslighting yeah people hear these buzzwords oh, and then they, use them like fucking penny sweets so I, I think that's because of social media exactly it is because, because it goes like boom, 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 yeah, everyone all sees the time. it they, think they can use it all the time and, and do you know what like, i get it because yeah. i've done it the amount of times i've said like because I'm like an energetic person. Yeah. I'm a bit all over the shop. <laughs> and I'm not diagnosed ADHD. So I do it myself. But I'm like, oh, classic. I'm so ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not. 
and, 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 and now I make sure to not say that because I appreciate because it's it's that thing of I'm not and yeah. and it's hypocritical for me to then say yeah. oh I don't see what you do if you're not well I did the same yeah yeah so it, I I understand it and I do get it but like I literally just made a video on this recently and I was like mm. um if if you know let's say Karen who loves to clean her bloody house yeah and it's so clean all the time I vacuum once a day and it's yeah. like I'm so OCD. You're not. You're not. I'm telling you right now, darling. You're not. You're right. Not. You're actually just quite useful. Have really. you thought? Yeah. And this is what I said in my video. It's like, have you thought about throwing a baby downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> have you maybe had inappropriate thoughts towards someone that you shouldn't? Yeah. Have you? I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts about stabbing your partner in the face? Okay, maybe that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, you you don't have OCD. I'm telling yeah. you right now, you're just clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a neat freak. Yeah, just, yeah that's, it. that's it. And that's okay. And one can exist without the other. Absolutely. Yeah. Be tidy. Yeah. Fuck him every day. Be my guest. Yeah. You can be sad without being depressed. Uh, yeah. Thank you. You can be worried yes. without being anxious. Yeah. It's like, it's, there. these things exist in very different realms. Mm. And it's really, and it also makes me very angry it's the um, dismissal of stuff that pisses me off. When someone I say to someone, oh, I've got ADHD, and they go like, no, you don't. Mm, no, you don't. Yeah. No, ADHD is when I'm, I'm um, my brother, and he, when he went, I'm saying this, I know he went, because well, I'm going through it. But he went, um, I, when, I, when I told him my ADHD, and he went, no, ADHD is when he got like anthony pants, and he can't stop moving. And I was like, you know nothing, yeah. Jon Snow. Yeah. You know nothing. Yes. D- and like, it was one time, and I was like, don't you fucking face up because <laughs> I will beat you to the ground. Like, and he's like, Oxford, Oxford graduate, fucking smartest man in the world. I was like, don't you fucking come at me with this shit. Because I will, I will take you down. Yeah. Um, but it does, it's the sort of, these, these, these terms being used, which are so, um, that's so debilitating, have destroyed lives and people using that in a very casual sense mm. annoys me. And then it means that other people go, oh, you can't say that you're triggered because that's just like, that's everyone says they're triggered all the time. Mm. It's like, yes, but people say they're triggered when they don't understand what, what that means. Yeah. Um, people say they're traumatised when they don't know what that means because they've seen the word and and assume it. It's, it's it, it, it make, I'm, very, I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> It is, it is funny, like, I've done the same thing with my, uh, my brother did the same, he's like, no, you don't. So I'm just about to ask if you have siblings. I've got one brother, right. um, and he was like, he was like, you don't have OCD, your room's a mess. And I was just like, my eye touching, like, you don't know what it means. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That stuff like that. But do you know what I mean? I, I love his, I love his bits. He gets me, and he's he's got traits of it as well. Do yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it don't come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so does my mum. Like, yeah. My mum does stuff and I'm like, you definitely have OCD. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And it's, it, you know, it's, like I said, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't come out of nowhere. The, um, so, and you all grew up in France. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, I did. I did. Ecole dans, dans la France. Ecole dans la France. <laughs> that honestly is the best French I think I've Are you French? What? I think you might be. I'm actually French. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I did. I, I went to school in France as well, which is fun. Yeah. Um, which is it's probably probably caused some sort of thing somewhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Being the only kid who literally was like, a, I went to a school in the middle of nowhere. Right. So, like, I was the only English kid, and when I arrived there, it's like they'd never seen anyone foreign in their life, do you know what I mean? It was like, 
poking me like, what are you, mate? Like, it's all glad. Yeah. <laughs> je suis, je suis, uh, hello. Do you know what I mean? My, I didn't know a word in French either. Actually, I did know some French. Yeah. I knew how to say voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir. Who didn't? Exactly. Do you know the first, the first things I learned to say in French? Go on. Um, le petit chat c'est curieux. Okay. Le petit chat c'est curieux. Yeah. Et um, ne jamais qu'une actrice continue à apprendre jusqu'à son dernier jour. That's very. That was a very good accent. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. What was it? Say it again. I actually don't know if I put all the words right. No, you did. N'oubliez jamais qu'une actrice continue à prendre jusqu'à son dernier jeu. N'oubliez jamais qu'une actrice continue ou continue 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 à apprendre. N'oubliez jamais qu'une actrice continue à apprendre jusqu'à son dernier jour. Ouais. French man, come on. Never forget, an actress can always learn until her last hour. There you go. Wonder why I went to fucking draft school. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point in the podcast, um, I like to ask the question. Um, oh, the question. The last one. Well, I, as we've talked a lot about, um, you know, these these things that we struggle with. But what are the things about you as a person that you genuinely like, really, really value and cherish? What about myself? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a hard one to ask. I know. That, honestly, the different response to this is always um, amazing. One thing is my work ethic. Love it. Like, yeah. I'm a grafter. Yeah. Like, like I, I will gladly admit I come from a very privileged background. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I know I've never had to struggle, and I know I will probably never have to struggle. And I, I, yeah, that's just my background, but. I've got very working class parents mm-hmm. who have done well for themselves. Mm-hmm. So that working class graft is just, it's, it is there. And I I, I am, yeah, I, I'm a hard worker. I and think that's such a fucking brilliant one. Yeah, it's, it, do you know what it is? Yeah, it's a, it is a blessing because I, I get to do fun things because of it, because I've worked a lot. Yeah. But also, I, it does, it has, it comes at a cost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does come at a cost. I don't see my friends as much as I want to. Yeah. I don't see my family as much as I want to. I probably don't spend as much time meditating and journaling as much as I want to. Which, as we know, <laughs> is the secret to success. It's, so. it's a secret to everything. It's, it's a, a secret to happiness. Literally, you don't meditate, you can like... Mm, and you better fucking run 16 miles away, <laughs> jogging. Um, uh, am I supposed to give multiple answers? No, you, you, can give, you can give as many or as few as, if you, okay. as you want. I would say my hard work, my jawline. Yeah, is one of them. I'll take my jawline. Do you know what? I, 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 I do take like that, that one myself. with yeah. I take that. I love that. Did you have myself. a cracking jawline? Thank you very much. I knew this profile shot that is <laughs> really showing up. Um, and then I would say, I would say I'm very loving. That's really nice. I love people. Yeah. Like, I don't have the biggest group of friends. Mm. I would never say I, I have loads of friends. But that's actually how we connected in the first place. Yeah. You sent me a message saying about the, the ones who have stuck around. Exactly. And I have close I don't know how to say it is it close knit close knit close knit I always say close knit close knit closely I don't know why a close knit I have a close knit of like group of friends Mm -hmm. and they're the friends that I know that are free and more than I can call and and they'll pick up or they'll come see me and 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 it's exactly the same for them like you know some of my best friends are you know I say it's because of my mum but also because of them that I'm still around like You know, some friends have let me sleep on their sofa for three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. months I slept in my mate's bed. Yeah. When I was really sad, one of my mates so I was just like, yeah, jump into bed with me tonight. You don't sleep in that night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> and, and, like, I know this might sound silly, 
but both those people are boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's you don't get that as much with men. No, you don't. Like, I've, I've, I've had girlfriends, like friends who are girls, who would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill with me tonight. Yeah. As boys, you don't do that as much. No. Because there's more of a stigma around it, and there still is. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, no one would bat an eye at two girls who are friends sleeping in the same no. bed, and yet there is something that's still surrounds... Yeah, that's you guys during yeah, the bed. The intimacy of it. Yeah. Um, um, because even though it's not actually intimate, it's just about yeah. being in the same space as someone. Absolutely. And, yeah, so I would say I'm very loving. I love my friends. I love my family. I love my girlfriend to pieces. Like, if I, if I go all in with love, like, yeah. I, I either will give you time and stuff like that yeah. and I'll be friendly and I'll be friends with people Yeah, it's either that or I adore you and yeah. would do anything for you yeah 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 that's amazing I love those ones <laughs> well done um, thank you and then we also like to do a little portion of the podcast we call thank you letters um, where we ask you to express gratitude for a person a place or a thing or one of all three for which you are grateful Oh. Oh, I like that. Okay. I am grateful to one of my closest mates called Sammy. Mm-hmm. They are amazing because they have always been there for my for my head. Yeah. Um, I'm also very grateful for another friend of mine called Kieran, mm-hmm. who is just, he's like my brother. He's basically my, my non-official adopted brother, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the last one is like, you know, I could say I'm really grateful for loads of things. My girlfriend, my mum, like, yeah. so many things. But I think, I think one that, hmm, I'm trying to think now. Because I, because of the whole loving thing, I've put a lot of importance and a lot of, not a lot of people, but basically everyone I know, mm. I'm grateful for all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you love with that amount of, like, yeah. that, uh, with the amount of love you have to give. Yeah. Okay, I've got one. Go I'm grateful for that October in 2019. Thank you so much. Yeah. That is what I've been coming for. Yeah. Because it is exactly, it is in terms of Everything we discuss, everything you go through, all of it, all of it, all of it. And these times when you are like, I can't do this, I can't do this, this is the mm-hmm. worst thing that's ever happened. When you come out the other side of it, fuck me, you're grateful yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for, for that moment in my life because, one, it shaped how I talk about my own mental health, whether that's online or to a close family or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it shaped how I think about myself, how I think about moments, like it changed everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think for me that was like my moment. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sick. This is this moment was the the catalyst in change that I needed. Um, so yeah, that that moment was a big moment. Oh, she's gonna sneeze. <laughs> she's she's gonna sneeze. The most because that's just I. I love that response yeah. because it is the reason that I have this podcast in the first place mm. is because of the, the the lowest moment of my life for now. And I am so grateful for yeah. that thing that happened because it changed my life forever. Mm. And um, I don't think we discuss it enough. So I think that is fucking brilliant. Oh. Actually, can I say I'm grateful for one more thing? Is it your dog? <laughs> no, it's not. I, I wish it was. I, <laughs> I am grateful for my dog. But I think one thing I am extremely grateful for is that every single doctor 
nurse, therapist, anyone yeah. that has given me time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That has accepted me to come into their office, yeah. be rude, not be very nice, because I was ill. Yeah. Because I was mentally unstable at that time. And they brought me in and didn't even bat an eyelid. And for me, that's one thing that I, I just they they are literal fucking angels. Yeah. Time, space, no judgment, mm. listening, yeah. being present without making you feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Even when you are behaving like one mm. and you know you are, you can't stop. And there are these people who sit there and give you the time and space that you need because that's what you need because you are not doing well. Yeah. And they can see that. Absolutely. And and that's brilliant. And they just sit there and they go. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We can help you. Yeah. And there's no there's no are you sure? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. all of that. I'm like and and of course there are stories where people do get turned away. And yeah. people and, and we are currently in a mental health crisis and there isn't enough funding and it there's a lot of change needed. But we're gonna sneeze in it. I tried so much but we are in a mental health crisis and that you're right, and there are, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's why you're saying the ones who, who sit there and, and do help. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm extremely grateful for them. I, I owe them my life. Mm-hmm. I owe a lot of people my life, to be perfectly honest. And yeah. I think that's partially why now I do anything to try and give back and spread awareness and do anything. Because yeah. without people like that, then. When you feel like you've been given this, um, this gift of something, of awareness of, uh, of life. Mm sort of keeping it secret feels a little bit like a part of this like elite illuminati yeah yeah yeah, yeah. who have like seen the light (laughs) i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep this on myself nobody's gonna get a little touch of this unicorn (laughs) um and uh and actually yeah being able to you know to share your experience be able to help others is um is so powerful Mm. and such and such gift and Fuck me, I've got a sneeze just hanging out in the back of my nose. I've, look into the light, look into that light. Go, come on. You can do it. Also, See, one of the best medicines for depression, yeah? And don't say this isn't actual medical advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is not medical yeah. advice because yeah. it's not really medicine. Honestly, crack cocaine, not joking. <laughs> You need to honestly, and I swear, I swear by this now. If I'm down, watch Queer Eye. Watch Queer Eye. That's a really good. Honestly, one. I watched that during that whole period. Yeah. And it just makes me so happy when I watch it yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, it yeah. just it brought me so much joy. I'd be like crying on the sofa, like yeah. in bits, and my mate would be like, "Do you want to watch Queer Eye?" And I'd be there like, "I want to watch Queer Eye." Oh, <laughs> Can we watch the one with Jonathan Nurse goes back to high school? Oh, Jonathan Nurse is just, is, I, lo- I love them. I love them. Do you know who my favourite is? Who? Bobby. Really? he's a fucking oh. workhorse. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I love him. My girlfriend's called Bobby, so that makes sense. Oh, I love it. Um, no, thank you so so much for taking the time to come on the podcast today. I now sound like I'm crying because actually I just got blocked. We're actually crying. We're crying for a lot. I'm very really <laughs> crying for a lot of this, but now I'm just full of. Uh, 
Oh God, if I was in an audition right now, this would be gold. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, I really appreciate it. And yeah. also just like, oh, you've got a little tear coming now. That is it may I also I also want to take time just to say that what you're doing is amazing and like I think more people need to do stuff like that. But also don't get more people to because otherwise you'll be out of a job, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll be out of a job. <laughs> and that's actually made me cry a little bit. I, I really, really thank you so much. Oh god damn it. Okay. Um I'm gonna link uh all all the links. <laughs> All the links. I'm going to link the links. All the links. Um, you can find my social media. My Instagram, TikTok, OnlyFans, or all you want. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so, so much, Dave. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Please get in touch with your survivor stories or your thank you letters. You can reach us at contact at whydoyouthink.com or on Instagram at emily underscore laying underscore UK or why do you think podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.